This episode is brought to you by Contemporary Smiles Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Hill and her staff provide comprehensive dental care to thousands of families. Our patients come from around the block as well as surrounding counties to experience the warm personal care we provide. In addition to general dentistry, we provide everything from fillings, extractions, sealants to bridges. For more information, visit our website at www.drhillsmiles.com. That's www.dr H-I-L-L smiles.com or call us at 205-987-7044. That's 205-987-7044. Here we go. So welcome to another episode of Same Crap Different Day. This is your boy Tony. I got my folks in the house. Hey y'all! Hey everybody! It's been they're so look, long. They're looking like hair bad down now. Hey. <laughs> I'm trying to do a little something for the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's been yeah. going on? How your life? How, how you living? We, we live. In color. We are yet above ground. Thank the Lord. <laughs> hey, Lord a lot, Lord. a I lot, a lot has I, happened since our last podcast. Quanta, um. I know you're gonna talk about gratitude later, but like I was listening to our last podcast and I released it on November 19th. And um prior to that point, me and my sister had been thinking about um having everybody get tested before we go to our mom's house for Thanksgiving. And listening to you that night, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not gonna do that. It's just crazy. And on November 20th, your boy came down with COVID. (laughs) (laughs) You would have been a spreader. Yeah, so, so like you would have been the super sport. You would have been the 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 the, uh, the host. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we we did not have our podcast on location. We decided right. to do virtual podcast as well because I said, "Oh no, nah, we can't get up in now." And that little space child, yeah, uh-uh. we can't do that right. Uh, quarter, she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not going in there." Told me, "We don't have our mask." <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, two out of three of us done had it, so you know, might as well get this hurt. Might as well get that herd immunity. No, I'm gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. Derek, you had it too. Yeah, but I didn't have any symptoms. Me neither. I got it from my mom and dad. I knew your parents did, but I didn't know you did too. Oh yeah, I didn't have any symptoms, like none at all. The only reason I knew I had it because I got tested. Yeah, oh, That's you like- might have had a false positive. That's the same thing with me, and I no, because I did test every two days. So I test myself on on Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, and I was clear on Thursday. But yeah, and I didn't have any symptoms. Like two or three days in, I'm walking four, five, six miles. You know, no problem. Which you know, I'm, yeah. I'm thankful, very grateful. Yeah. For that. But I'm also grateful for you and your words and wisdom because I was like, Nah, we nothing to do this bullshit. <laughs> we is We're not, not gonna do that. <laughs> We're not doing it. Yeah, so, so. and I told y'all about my um brother, uh, where his um his in laws they were going supposed to be going to um their grandma house for uh New Year's and how they were all going to get tested and do all that kind of stuff. He called me like two days after we did the show and he was like, "Oh yeah, uh, grandmama said they ain't bringing their asses up there. They don't care about no tests." Come on, grandma. <laughs> Come on, me, mom. Yeah. Because it just is, it's, it's, you know, if you hadn't been doing everything else 
in you know to you know in, in mm. conjunction with that the testing before you go somewhere is just useless yeah um but these but people that are was out really here, they are having all kind of family gatherings. They are going to the open mic night. Bruh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you yeah. something. A couple of my friends went to Atlanta about two weeks ago, and they went to this little birthday party where they had like this little sipping stroke with strippers. And I saw mm. some of them pictures. The first time, I'm like, everybody in there going to get coronavirus. <laughs> you know, everybody we've been saying that everybody, um, everybody, but everybody Atlanta does not have everybody who went, but hold, everybody who went, everybody who went came back with coronavirus. I was really? like, yes, and I was like, this it didn't corner. Nobody had on no mask. <laughs> like the symbols was all up in your face. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I went to a birthday party last night, and I had. I saw your picture. That was cute. Thank you. I um, had anxiety for a whole two weeks, child. But, you know, um, well, my group of friends, we're not, you know, most of us work from home. A couple of us work outside of the home, but we kind of pretty much have the same type of lifestyle. Um, You know, very little interaction with the outside world. Um, But there were going to be a few people there that were not in our group. You don't know. You know what I mean? (laughs) That we don't know. Yeah. um, So the the party was, uh, well, the dinner was in a in in a private room inside of the restaurant, and there were two tables. There could be eight people at a table, and they had to be six feet apart. Um, that's how they had it set up. That was that was the rules of the restaurant, and so not everybody ended up coming. So there weren't, you know, um, total sixteen of us, and there were like a couple of uh, people that aren't in the immediate circle of people. But when I went to the restaurant. I walked up to that window, child, and honey, it was a regular night. Baby, they ain't had nobody separated, spaced apart, tables or nothing. They were just like up in there, honey. I was like, oh, my lamb. Yeah, and I was in the Cajun and we asked them to move us twice because they kept sending people by us. Wait, ain't there some rules? No, see, and the thing is, Mm -hmm. I've only been twice since COVID started inside of a restaurant. But other than last night, that made three times. I've been know, outside three times. of it being outside of it being in a private room. But um, the last time that I went to eat at a restaurant was on Halloween. There was like nobody basically in the restaurant. It was our party, and then there was an older couple, and they were seated well across from us. You know, like there, I believe there were. There was our party, the old couple, and there were like people kind of in and out coming and picking up like to go orders from the bar. Maybe a couple of people sitting at the bar, right. but there was nobody in there. And when I got there, I sat down, got my drink order in. The guy came around and was going to place our orders for our food. And I turned around and looked towards just like turned around to the side and I saw a man kind of just standing there. And I was like the hell he doing i look back and i'm like am i missing something to the people at the table with me and i'm like which is my same group of friends and so i look back and and my my cousin said can can we help you with something and he said he came over to our table he was really nervous to come over there because i know people be acting a fool on these people when they're trying to just implement their rules and he said there are only supposed to be eight people at a table and he said when I came in late, I made the ninth person. 
But when we went, I did not know that my cousins were bringing their kids. So there were two kids, you know, with us. And we didn't know what the, you know, state guidelines or whatever were. But he said that, you know, if the state came in, they could get in trouble for having more people at a table than they were supposed to. So they were very strict about the guidelines. He ended up letting me sit there because we told him if we need to, we can move the kids to the table next to us because there, there was literally no nobody else in there. Um, but well, let me yeah, tell you what the state you know, not some doing. people are adherent to the guidelines, but most of them are not, not restaurants. But let, but let me tell you what the, what the state ain't doing. The state ain't doing nothing when it comes. No, to they're not COVID. because they're not going to enforce anything. Let me also tell you this: like you know, we started doing COVID testing on like October 29th, and it's really ramped up. Like last week, we did over 120 tests. We had like a 20 to 25 percent positivity rate. But even with me being uh, positive, you know, there's a, a little portal that they gave us that you can like report positive uh, testing. Yeah. Well, I reported myself like November 20th. Ain't nobody called to check up on me on nothing. They're, you know, <laughs> in our world, they do contact tracing when you got syphilis or HIV or something like that. <clears throat> Baby, they ain't got time to do no contact tracing. They told me at the, at the Alabama State Health Department, we can't do it. Like, we, there, there's no yeah. way for us to do it. Yeah, it's, it's useless to, at this um, point. Nobody's doing contact tracing anymore. Yeah, I was listening everybody to Everybody got it, so. <laughs> You're so crazy. That's, but I was listening to NPR today. And um, that's what they were talking about, the contact tracing and how, you know, it's really not happening in most places. It's and impossible. They're just, they're just encouraging impossible. the people to, um, you know, tell the people themselves. Right. That's Disclose what they're on your own. the people to do. And because what pisses me off, like, even, you know, when the schools were open and all that kind of stuff, the teachers, if they knew somebody in their class was sick or even tested positive, they couldn't tell the other yeah, parents. We, we talked about this last, that, that's the same conversation we had the last episode, talking about oh, how people not saying something. me off, but now, you know, that's what the people are recommending that you do. So I'm wondering yeah. if they're going to start doing that. And but to me, can. if you have any type of decency, you should. You know, just to try to, you know, slow the spread and to just make people aware that they have had contact with but, you. But there are and people, there there are people I know, like I know personally who have been diagnosed with COVID and then took their asses out the club. Like I know, and these, and these ain't like these ain't like Bojo and the boat, the niggas hanging on the street. These like attorneys and shit. I'm I like, y'all should know that. My cousin had somebody come and get their haircut, and they were positive, and he posted a picture of the person, and somebody contacted him and said, "Hey, you know he got that shit. Do you know that this person?" has COVID and he was like hell no you know you know and, and I'm trying to figure out why you going to get your hair where you going but Kwana, you that going goes, to get your hair but, but that goes back to you always need to have on your mask it's just like our right. we have about right. transmitted diseases if you wear a condom it really don't matter too much what the other person got because you protect right. yourself and these, are fa these masks are face condoms like it, they, are, it, they it, are face condoms it really is um makes a difference um i had i went to like thus far this year i've been to like probably three three four people houses um inside of their home since you know everything popped off so my aunt vet or my aunt sister of course we been to their houses and of course they ain't going nowhere you know vet just went back to work but she had been off on sick leave so she wasn't going nowhere and um but when we do for the most part, we wear our masks still at the house. 
So for Thanksgiving, I wasn't going to go anywhere. I had cooked at home, you know, all of that. So they said, well, we're going to um, just cook and we'll eat outside. And I said, well, okay, child, you know, we be late, honey. And you know, the days are short. So by the time they got food and all of that stuff ready, honey, it was too dark to be outside trying to eat on the patio. So when we got down there, you know, every my, first of all, my cousin is at the door. Do you have your mask? That <laughs> and so we like, honey, I'm like, girl, I got on three. And I did. I had on three. And the boys were two. So um, we went in the, you know, we went in the house or whatever. And outside of, you know, of course, you eating. We all had on our masks. Well, we had other, our other relatives um, have not intentional, but just, a, um, you know, they're like you have, everybody has their pocket of people that they have been around throughout this yeah. pandemic mm, that they the are around, you know, that don't live in the house with them. And so um, they had one party outside of their normal group come to the, by the house, just come by there, you know, because Thanksgiving is, and people don't think, you know, it, it's just, for some people, it just kind of is is habit to just do what you normally do. You know, like on the holidays, mm-hmm. I think that's why so many people fell back into their habits. Um, but it ended up to be a super spread event. But no, they weren't wearing masks. <laughs> and I, I said this, I felt like if they had had on masks, it would not have been a super spread. Yeah, um, you know, taking pictures, I said I do. I take my mask off, take my picture, and I'm going to put it back on. And um, I'm gonna hold my breath if I can. And I hold my breath. I do that too. I do it too. But you know, yes, you know. And if I'm gonna be the only person in here with a mask on, that's fine. I know my my um, risk is elevated if both people or everybody's not wearing a mask. But I still am gonna do what I need to do for me. Do my part, Uh right? You know. So you know, it's just. And I was seeing. I saw Uncle Luke. Um, they were been posting about him having COVID and saying that he was peer pressured into going to a party. And I'm like, people do that though. You know, like I, you know, obviously I'm not somebody you can intimidate. So this person that was talking to me last night about my mask, I don't give a fuck what you say. Nothing you're saying is going to make me not wear this damn mask. And if you look at my name tag, on the table, it says Dr. Fauci because that's what my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but people can be peer pressure. So that's an important thing: is if you don't feel comfortable no, going no. places and stuff like that, it, that's fine because I'm not gonna just be out in and everywhere. Tell people no, and it's okay if you don't feel comfortable with people coming to your house. Tell them at this time I'm not having guests. I have had to say that to people. During this time, like we had, I'm sorry, but so and so can't come over here, but because right. we're not having nobody trafficking in and out of our house, because that's how we protect ourselves as best mm-hmm. we can. So, um, you know, you just have to be get comfortable in saying, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. If you do come over here, you're gonna have to wear a mask, or no, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to make it to your event. You know, people don't even invite me places because they know I'm gonna come. But, um, you know, you, you have to get comfortable. Don't let people peer pressure you if you feel uncomfortable or if you know the setting or the environment is not going to be right. Don't do it. Yeah. I've yeah. been to a family member's house to just pick something up. And it was like, why you got that mask on? You can take it off again. Oh, no. Right. I don't come in here. You, and yeah. you don't know where I've been. I know exactly. where I've been. You don't know where I've been. 
And <clears throat> I just feel like y'all might have been uncomfortable when I came in here with a mask on without right. one on. There and I don't know houses. why that's offensive to people. Like if I have to go down my granddaddy's house to drop something off or something like that, we go in his house and back up out of there. And I'm going to have on two masks when I go in that minimum and drop off what I have and I'm back out the door. You know what I'm saying? If I have yeah. to go in, when I went to my mama's house, yeah, day before yesterday was her birthday and I, we weren't going to get out. I was just going to drop off her, her gift and we were going to leave because first of all, she ain't been letting us up in there. <laughs> My mama's like, oh, I can't come over here. <laughs> she is like, we, we ain't taking guests. So um, I didn't even think, you know, about her letting us in. But her, you know, I guess with it being her birthday and with everything going on, she was just so thankful, you know, just to be alive, you know, just to <laughs> be here. And so when I called her sitting in the garage, she told me, y'all ain't gonna come in. Now, we didn't go in the house. We stayed in the garage. Y'all ain't gonna come <laughs> in. And I was like, no, nah, mom, we were gonna get in. out. That was coming <laughs> so, in. Um, you know, we slept in the garage, <laughs> talked to her, but we still had a mask. Like, it's just become part of what we do. You know, for the most part, I'm not gonna be in a setting that I can, con can control, you know, without being masked. I'm just not Absolutely. Look, I'm, I'm going to say this one last thing, and then we're going to our first break. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of information right now that's coming out about, you know, the the, the massive acid failure of this damn country we got with this whole virus. Like the guy from HHS, the advisor who was talking about let, send the kids to school so they can all get it. We'll get hurt. I mean, somebody yeah. needs to go to jail over this shit. Like they them, do. Them evil fucks. Somebody need to go to fucking jail about this. They would worry about Hillary's email. This bitch and killed 300,000 plus people in this goddamn country. Right. And white folks are sitting around here like, well, let's go ahead and vote for Trump again, you dumb bitches. Like, I just don't understand. I, d I do not understand that type of foolishness and mentality that they have. But, you know, white people been evil for a while and bitches ain't changing no time soon, seem like. <laughs> I'm serious. This is it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It really makes no fucking sense whatsoever. You know, yeah, well, you can't blame this on white people. They make all the goddamn decisions. Who else you gonna blame? You can't blame it on us. No, it's definitely not been on us. And um, you know, we besides the the us meaning Americans, because the biggest issue outside of our for shit government is um the fact that we are so spoiled and entitled and brats as Americans. <clears throat> yeah, and <you> <laughs> we have so many quote unquote rights that these rights have helped lead to the death of 300 and something thousand people. Yeah. Because if you are making it an issue just to put a goddamn mask on your face, when you are outside around other people, and that has somehow been politicized by the idiotic president in his in his tribe, mostly of white people. Um, that's that is they're doing as well. So we we have to take that responsibility for ourselves in the selfishness that we have been, you know, exhibiting as Americans um, to contribute to the deaths of all these people unnecessarily. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what are we going to do about y'all folks in this vaccine? Child, that's gonna be next. I, um, we're gonna talk about that after the break. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about let's let's go on break. I'm gonna change up and be on my phone because my internet kind of acting a little wonky. <laughs> <laughs> 
During the COVID-19 epidemic, there are a lot of things in our lives that have changed. The one thing that hasn't changed is that you need to know about your sexual health. If you live in Birmingham or the surrounding areas and would like to have an HIV or STI screening, give us a call at 205-422-9855. That's 205-422-9855. Or go to our website, www.gcbham.com, and click on Contact Us to set up an appointment. We are back. Thank y'all for listening to Sanker a different day on uh, whatever platform y'all are listening to us on. We appreciate your business. Hello. Um, <laughs> so um yeah, so so let's talk about the vaccine for a minute. So I uh signed up to be a part of this uh vaccine study with Janssen. Uh it's a one dose vaccine that they're giving. I'm not sure they randomize you, so I'm not sure if I'm in the placebo section or the real section. Uh, I won't know um, for two years, or unless they start unmasking people, because the way they do research is really kind of interesting. But I felt like since I already had it, you know, why not? Because it's funny. Um, I, got it, I was like, funny. hell, fuck no. <laughs> it's so silly. What you said about the unmasking thing, a lot of people that were in the uh, little trials, the, the initial trial, they mm-hmm. uh, are worried about um, them messing some stuff up because. Um, People that's not sure if they have are taking the placebo or not, going and taking the um, actual vaccine, you know, and that's just messing oh, yep. up all their little stuff. That, so, so let me just tell you this though. So they did tell us that you know, even though we're a part of this vaccine study, that if you want to take the uh, actual vaccine, they want you to if you feel like you need to, but you have to get out of the study to do that. So they may lose some numbers on that. Yeah, and that's what I was saying that they were the um people that they were worried about that the people that were in the initial study that that's mm-hmm. what they were going to do because they weren't sure, you know, if they had the placebo or not. So they would, you know, go and get the vaccine, and then that mess up the research, you know, for later on. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll hurt the numbers a little bit, but I mean, you know, people got to do what they got to do because if I find a vaccine that really really works, your boy gonna be out of this study. I'm just saying that. Yeah, and if you're um, a healthcare worker or you know something like that, and you need to get a Pfizer vaccine, honey, get. Because I was talking to her last night, who works in the ER, and um, they're getting the vaccine next week. They got an email saying that they're going to get it next week, so that was good, and and they're ready to get it. And I I don't blame them, especially working in that environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess um, there was an article that came out um, like when today, yesterday, something that the Alabama isn't going to get as much vaccine as they were originally supposed to, or something. Nobody is. It's not just Alabama is everybody because this administration everybody. is a complete piece of shit. Um, there was a military guy that was on the news Friday. And um, I think he's just falling on his sword, but he took responsibility and said it was his fault that the information was miscommunicated to the states, um, to the governors. Um, That was the issue that had been going on across states was that they were told that they were getting X amount. And then in actuality, they did it. And but but the reason I say I feel like he fell on his sword is because initially one of the people in the administration came out and lied and tried to blame Pfizer 
and said they were having some type of issues, you know, in their distribution. And Pfizer came out no and was like, no, bitch, you a lie. We don't have any problems at all whatsoever. And we have millions of doses sitting here in stock, ready to move. We just need to know where they need to go. They mm. would not have. They were like, oh, no, hell no. Y'all ain't finna try to blame you already. You already know. You already know it's a lie. You know it's you a lie. Already know. They open you their fucking mouth. Count on anything they fucking say to be a it's lie. It's a fucking lie. So then this same person comes back and says, oh, oh, no. It was just a big, it's all just a big miscommunication. No, you thought them people were gonna let you put that lie on them and they were not having it. And right. so then the um the military person, whoever he is, um, you know, I know the military is helping with distribution or whatever. He came out and, and said he accepted blame and he apologized and said he was gonna fix it and do whatever he needed to do to get the correct information out. And supposedly they were holding back on the dosages because you know you have to have two rounds and so that even to me is a lie because Pfizer said that they had enough to still distribute what they needed to get out and to do the second round yeah. mm -hmm. so you will not ever know the truth with this administration until anywhere 21st you ain't gonna know shit that's true until they are oh, out yeah. there that whole that whole Russian uh, trolling ex like all this shit has been brewing in the bad burner and them bitches don't uh, say nothing. They don't say nothing. Yeah. Let me tell you how I knew it was just too much, but um, yeah. crazy as shady as William Barr got the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I, after all you done done, yeah, because you it, it, they didn't put you out because you didn't um, acknowledge and said that it wasn't no shit going on with the election. How yeah, and yeah. all you done, that's what the shit that you, know, you get you get the uh, your ass out for. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lot of them that are leaving or have left um after they have stayed through the holy hell of it all. Um but this 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 virus has really been the mega this is like the absolute worst failure of my lifetime that I have ever witnessed. I would say the history of the country. And it probably I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I would say the history and, of the country. And it's and because of our anything. lack of leadership. Huh? And, and that's what I was saying. Just what you said, lack of leadership. He's not right. doing anything. He's golfing and tweeting right. and lying in, in disbelief that he lost his election. I don't know why. But um, that's all he's doing. Golfing, doing. tweeting, and lying. My, look, golfing, tweeting, and lying might be the episode, the title of this episode. I don't oh, my know. God. But that's what pisses me off. Like, he's not doing anything. Like, even if he was doing some shit and it was the wrong shit. Like, I don't right. know which one is better. If you just, like, doing shit and it was wrong, or you just not doing shit at all. Maybe he just know I done fucked the shit up so much. Let me just not do nothing else. <laughs> no, he just not doing nothing else because he does not give a fuck and he never has. Yeah, he just really don't give a fuck. Not no, at all. <laughs> Excuse me, but the people uh -oh. think he's really uh, shut up. He is really in the White House having temper tantrums and stuff. He is. He's been doing that the whole time. He he is literally a mental. He is a complete basket case. He is a complete mental. Like somebody needs to do a whole study on him because he is a whole mental case. Like he he needs to be studied and observed and probably. I want to know what's gonna happen. When he is no longer president, you know he didn't uh, move his residence to uh, 
Florida. And he planning on moving to Mar-a-Lago. But what the problem with that is, all the little, um, he signed an agreement with the folks that he can't stay more than three weeks or something like that. Them so, folks don't want to be bothered with him. Well, because it's not a residence. And so that's that's the issue that was a part of their agreement. Um, is that, that you know, people call that his residence, but it's not, it's a, it's a club. So yeah. he's not supposed to be living there. None, they don't of want them, none of the people that own property can live there. I think it's more than three weeks at a time, something like that. and Or it might be three months. It's either three weeks or three months. And in order for him to actually be a resident of Florida, he has to stay there at least six months out of the year. And it, it won't matter. Tish been to come at that ass on January 22nd. Josh, right. Nothing, well I don't ready. even care. Like, yeah. I don't even talk. I don't care about him. I don't even... He is a complete fucking non-factor, you know, for the next. He is literally a lame duck for the next however many days until he can just go his ass off a cliff or wherever the hell he wants to go. Mitch McConnell going to have a stroke. I, you know, he's the, I can't stand him. Who? Mitch McConnell. Turkey um, neck. Whatever happens to him. If he goes off a cliff, I don't give a shit about that either. Speaking of not giving a shit. Um, <laughs> I want to back around to this vaccine because I think it's very important that we um, address the conversations in our community about these folks that ain't gonna take shit. Oh gosh, I, I if, if nothing else this year, our people have made me damn tired. I just I get so tired, Lord. Y'all know I used to try to talk to the people. I don't even try to talk to them anymore because I really, I can't, I can't handle it. me either. I just, I I'm tired. I'm tired. Because we are at a place right now where conspiracy theories have taken over. And being that kind of stupid, I don't identify with it. And so I can't understand it. I can't respect it. And so when I don't respect you, I'm going to treat you a certain kind of way. I'm going to talk to you a certain kind of way. I'm going to handle you a certain kind of way. And I just don't think it is in my best interest to treat God's children a certain kind of way. So I <laughs> just try have to remove myself from conversations with people that I don't respect because I don't, I don't traffic in, in being around people that I don't respect. I don't talk to people that I don't have relationships with people that I respect. So Oh, it's hard for me. Oh, yeah. If I've stopped talking to the people, and I, I've been thinking maybe I will, maybe I'll do it after the new year. I don't know. But in, in reference to this vaccine, well, oh, your arms up. You're going out. The vaccine because she works at the hospital. You hear me, Corner? I'm going out. You keep out. going in and out. Hold your arms yes, up. Yes, I can hear you. All right, do it. What you mean, my arms up? You need to raise signal, honey. Reach to the heavens and see if he can send you a signal. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we hear you, but you be going now. Okay, oh, it, oh, it, oh, it, oh, it, oh, go ahead. <laughs> Don't look okay. at me. Like that. So what I was going to say was, and if you cannot hear me, stop me. Um, what I was gonna say was that there is so much good information out here 
it's really no reason to go and find bad information. And when I see people sharing stupid memes, making ignorant comments, it's because you have bad information. And you really got to be looking to find it because it's too much good information out here. First of all, nobody has mandated you to take a vaccine. Second of all, your black ass won't even be able to get a vaccine till the latter part of next year if you can get it then. If not, because there are so many people ahead of you and there are production issues. There are a host of issues. You got people passing around memes talking about these are the words that you need to say to decline a vaccine. Corner, I'm sorry. What? Tony, what I mean, icing. I mean, icing. Just the icing? Yeah, I so know y'all hear that. You know, every now and again, I don't hear it. Well, I... <laughs> That's the fattest thing I've seen all day. <laughs> He's scooping it with his finger, y'all. I mean, he gave it to me like a little kid. <laughs> At first, I thought he was real. Next, wanna go back to the news? Can go back to the news? Can go back to the news? I'm sorry. No, look at him. Look at him. Just trifling. What I was saying was, Derek, stay focused. We took him out. That there that is mandating that you take the vaccine. What? What did you say? Uh, so he uh, we didn't took him out down there. Look like shut up. Nah. Saying, I mean, he's, down, he's down there. I can see the reflection of his glasses on the um dashboard. <laughs> so, um, nobody's mandating you to get the vaccine. They're, they don't have enough information really on the vaccine to mandate it at this point. So if you had any type of good information, you would know that. So please stop sharing that stupid shit. Talking about somebody mandating you to get a vaccine. They ain't. Um, Can I interrupt for one second? While you said a mandate, the I was in shoe show. I had to find me a little shoe. And it was the employees was in the corner, like taking the, the freight, the shoes out of the little boxes. And they was back there just talking loud. Talking about uh, Corona and what the store had supposed to have, blah, blah, blah. And so one of the ladies said, well, you know, they said, um, we're going to get that stimulus and it's going to be $1,500. And you can't get the stimulus unless you get the um, Corona. Just make it shit up. And, and, and I'm in there and I'm looking and I wanted to, I wanted to jump in that conversation and be like, ma'am, where you get that from? What's the point? Ain't nobody said that. But I ain't want to get into it because they ain't had nothing to do with me. But she just spreading this false information. And the other uh, three women just sitting there listening. Like, you know, she was, um, you know, knew what the fuck she was talking about. And they going to go and spread this same goddamn fake false information. You need I'm to so know who your stupid here. friends are. Go ahead, Kwana. Oh, it just, that just hurt Kwana hard. I you need to know, who, you have to know who your stupid friends are. And I know who mine are, and I don't pay them bitches no attention. I'm sorry, Kwanda, that was a true story. I promise you that was a true story. No, I believe you, but this you gone. We can't hear you. Sit back up, she got so mad. Not, she uh,
on social media because they only get their news, only get their information from social media. So my thing is, if you don't, you should not. Don't know. We're gonna have to edit time. Now is the time to learn as much as you can. What? You keep going out, girl. And I know you had a word for the well, children. You were talking about. Child, I, don't, I don't know what to tell y'all about this. This is how it is when I'm watching the news and the people stuff drop and they have to go to commercial. I don't know what to tell y'all. But other than that, what I was basically trying to damn say is nobody's making you take this vaccine. Please stop invoking Tuskegee when you're talking about a situation where medication was withheld. Withheld. Yeah, it wasn't about no vaccine. They weren't trying no vaccine. They were not trying to vaccinate them. They were withholding medication from them. So don't say that you're not going to take this vaccine because of Tuskegee. Please don't say that. They were um, trying to see what it was going to do if they did. And get a for the last thing is don't stop talking about what black people have been experimenting on. Because as far as the COVID 19 vaccine is concerned, we are all lab rats. This is not something that's just being experimented on black people. I could see if they said we're only giving this to black people. That is not what the deal is. We are all they don't know. We we all lab rats at this point. So it's not just black people that are being experimented on. Hell, we all in a global worldwide damn experiment to see what's gonna happen. We don't know. If they wanted to take you out, they would have put it in that church's chicken. Or they that cell phone. I don't say the cell phone. They already said the 5G going to take them out. You know, my sister um, basically worked for the government. She does kind of like that kind of stuff. She was like, you know, that just pissed me off. They talking about these 5G poles. I don't know how long the government been using them goddamn 5G for about 30 years. It just got to them. If it was going to kill their asses, they would have been dead a long time ago. And there again, speaking on what you don't know. So, <laughs> how about just don't? Just don't talk. <laughs> but we can't do that. Tony, you through licking out of that. Uh, Child, ice and I, over I got tired of y'all talking about me. I, I promise you, okay, when y'all listen, put your earphones on and you're going to hear. Is he gone? Oh, there uh, he is. I'm back. Uh-huh. How icing could possibly be in that one container? <laughs> I mean, when you do when you do about a finger full. <laughs> it, it takes a minute. <laughs> Dad, what you were talking about some pants. <laughs> this is gone off the field. Uh there you were talking about some parent problems. <laughs> so Okay, so y'all, um, a lot of people don't know that, you know, I used to work in retail, and for the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of uh, <clears throat> going to helping them in the back uh, at Express in the store, um, and trust me, they be talking about me because I have on three masks, although I ain't out there with the customers, I don't know what y'all be doing, I'm in here in the back, but I got my three masks on, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm also working, you know, with some folks at Steelman. And I don't understand. I'm not a parent. I know I'm not a parent. I love children. 
but there it had there was something that was missing is missing i don't know and these children or young adults like one as Quanda said just the folks in america it's just they just <coughs> so entitled and two they don't know how to do shit like not just not knowing how to do it but they have no problem solving skills like you can't right. figure out how to do it like if I don't know how to do it. It's just like, fuck it. It ain't going to get done. And then it's your fault because you didn't tell me how to do it all the way. Now, some of this stuff I blame parents with. Y'all talk about shit your children don't know how to do. It was your goddamn responsibility to teach them. You talk about your child don't know how to um uh, keep no money. You didn't teach them how to keep no money. That wasn't for the, you know, that's, that, that's on you right there. Yeah, some of the stuff is on you. You need to take that. But I just don't know. Like, it just really frustrates the shit out of me. Like, if you don't say you got to do A, B, C in this order at 12, 1, and 2 o'clock, they ain't going to do it. And then you got to remind them that you asked them to do that. And if you didn't, it's still your fault because you didn't remind me. What in the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Quarter, you this, agree? This is my life with my children. And I tell them <laughs> these same things. Like, y'all are, I'm trying to keep you from being a worthless adult because you need to be, if I don't tell you, go look in the cabinet and bring me the green bowl with the three lines, that's three plates up from the bottom. And it's next to the orange cup. If I don't give you all those directions and all I say is go look in the cabinet and bring me the green bowl, you should be able to come back to me with the green bowl. And it is Even too difficult too, for y'all. It's too well. Uh, which one of these you want? <laughs> it's too, exactly. It's too <laughs> difficult for y'all. Like I, I tell them this all the time. You need to, y'all don't have any problem resolution skills. And I send them sometimes say, I'm not answering it. Figure that out and come back to me when you try. Don't ask me something you didn't try to. I used to hate to see people walk in the store, like in retail, and the second the damn feet cross the threshold, they say, excuse me, can you tell me where such and such? Look! Shit! Bring the thug on top of the aisle. I cannot stand that. People are helpless. Like, I can see if you're in a hurry, and you know, you're trying to find something, but as soon as you walk in the door, go damn cross the aisles and see. See what you can find. Just don't be helpless out here. I cannot stand that mentality. And so I do that with my kids all the time. And I tell them, y'all generation, like, we we have royally screwed y'all because our parents royally screwed us. And it was passed right on down to y'all. Not to mention the addition of technology that you all have had. So you not had to think and had to do so much stuff on your own because it's only been a click away for you. And what sad is, they don't even know how to use the technology. Like, yeah, oh my God. Like, you would think it, uh, if you, if some children, we're at a baby shower, at a fucking baby shower, and you got groups trying to do the little, uh, play the little games, and it's got puzzles and shit. You got a group of teenagers all with their goddamn phone, and then two groups of old folks. These children got their phone cheating and still lost. 
because you don't even know how to use Google right. And all y'all looking for the same thing and typing it. What the fuck? I just want to stupid. But I don't understand. Oh my god, I don't know. It was some different in the in the school. I don't understand. It's a combination of all of it, dear. It really is. Oh well, we need to pray. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. And y'all need to whoop some children ass. I promise, if y'all can see these, how Tony is doing this goddamn icing. <laughs> I just can't believe it's still left. I, I've, I'm having a hard time understanding how much was in there. It's like a never-ending <laughs> container of icing. We are fixing a gold like break. Car of we are. We are. We are. We are fixing the gold break. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send y'all a link. I want to try another platform that I don't think is as heavy as um as um as as Zoom is. And we're gonna finish out the show with Quana, okay? So we're gonna go on break. Let me stop this little recording. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the Zoom thing. But I'm going to text y'all a link. This episode is brought to you by Contemporary Smiles Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Hill and her staff provide comprehensive dental care to thousands of families. Our patients come from around the block as well as surrounding counties to experience the warm personal care we provide. In addition to general dentistry, we provide everything from fillings, extractions, sealants to bridges. For more information, visit our website at www.drhillsmiles.com. That's www.dr. H-I-L-L smiles.com or call us at 205-987-7044 that's 205-987-7044 we back recording y'all ready? yeah okay this is much better and we look cute so uh, <laughs> welcome back to the final leg of this we finally got our technology right this might be our platform that we use from now on because I think I think I'm a lot better than Zoom but um Again, thank y'all for listening. Uh Quan, we're gonna let you close this out. Uh I like what you got on your mind. I think this might be this might deliver some folks. So what you got for us? <laughs> Everybody lift your hands. Lift your hands and receive it. Yeah, crazy. Um, I just wanted to talk about um gratefulness and having an attitude of gratitude in this COVID season. During this Christmas season, um, I I love Christmas. It's my absolute favorite holiday season, and I'm the type of person I want to put my tree up November the (laughs) second. I want to put that tree up there. Okay, you one of them still Thanksgiving people. I I was. I wanted to put my tree up. Before Thanksgiving and um, people like, well, just hold on, you know, you can make it to after Thanksgiving. And I was going to do that because I didn't really have a choice because I use a live tree. So they don't start selling them, you know, very early. And they was expensive this year. You paid a lot for yours. um, That's where I'm going. I I didn't uh, end up getting one. And um, I didn't put up a tree. I just somewhere... After Thanksgiving, lost my Christmas spirit, <laughs> and I oh, had it in no. November, but I lost it in December. <laughs> and um, I was telling my friends that it's not that I'm like down or I'm depressed or anything like that. It just, for some reason, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me. It's um, it don't feel like it. It doesn't, and it, it's um, it's not um, 
it, it doesn't seem like Christmas is in a few days. Like it's Christmas is Friday. So, you know, it doesn't feel like that. Um, but what I was telling my friends was that I'm not, um, I'm not like, um, you know, in a negative way, not in the Christmas spirit. My spirit for Christmas is just of gratefulness. It's just a spirit of gratitude. That's where I am. That's what my head is. I'm not worried about gifts because I've been seeing people um, stressing over gifts. I know this year has been difficult for a lot of people and they have not been able to do things that they normally would be able to do. You know, you trying to decide between buying groceries and getting gifts, the gifts are probably not going to get got. Um, I helped um, with a family that had foster children and um, helped with two angel tree babies. Um, And that that's the type of thing that I get my spirit lifted from is being able to be a blessing to somebody that can't do it for themselves or that doesn't have it. But I just wanted to remind everybody that if you are under the sound of my voice and like we said, when we start the podcast child we are yet above ground if you are still amongst the living on this day you are blessed and you um should have a spirit of gratitude just for being here because there are so many people so many people who are not here today who were here last week that are not here today. There are so many people who are sick. I have a very good friend whose dad is in the hospital right now fighting COVID. Um, And it has been fighting COVID for a few weeks. You know, just like we were talking about earlier, you all were among the, the few who had nothing, not a symptom, not a, not a, not a loss of taste of smell, not a fever, not a nothing. You know, so that in itself is a blessing because you there is such a spectrum. There is we don't have anything to we're in the hospital, you know, or we're on a ventilator or we are coding. You know, I heard about just earlier today on a family Zoom that I had for my mother and her twin about a family member's relative um, that coded yesterday. Um, um, there there is so much stress and strife and pain and suffering and loss in this season and and it's all kinds of you know loss you know people have lost jobs they have lost homes they have lost businesses they have lost loved ones you know um for a plethora of reasons we can't blame everything on covid it's been a lot of stuff going on you know and um so there is a mountain to climb for a lot of people during the holiday season when you're dealing with all of that. And so my suggestion to everybody, you know, if you don't have what you wish you had, if you don't have what you had last year, if you don't have what you had February the 1st, 2020, um, whatever it is that you've lost, that if you are still here, that you find a way to recognize that that in and of itself is a blessing and that there is still something for you to do. Um, There's still something for you to learn, something for you to, um, some more for you to love, some more for you to give. You know, there's still something else for you to do. 
So just focus on what you can do. Because I know for a lot of people, it's a lot that you can't. Yeah. And it's a lot that you don't. So focus on what you can do. Focus on yourself. Because a lot of this has been a learning experience for a lot of people. To focus more on you. You know, my mom was talking about how many text messages and calls and all the stuff that she got. A lot of stuff from people she hadn't heard from in years. And she said she felt like it was because people have had to just sit down and be still. And typically we are constantly moving. We're constantly going. And um, so I think that that has been, you know, one of the blessings in this year is that a lot of us have just had to be still. And so find something, something in this year to be grateful for, something about this day to be grateful for. Um, and I think that if you are just here, it's a blessing. And so I think that going out of this year, we're so ready to get out of this mother. We are ready to get out of here. To get get 2020 out of here. <laughs> That's still gonna be late. It, it's not gonna, we're not gonna flip the switch like we did, thought we were gonna do on the year 2K when 2000 rolled in and we said, Who fucking knew? Like, who fucking knew? We thought the lights were gonna go out. You know, we we didn't know what was gonna happen. Maybe when we roll into 2020, it's gonna be the same thing we got right now. <laughs> it yeah. is not gonna be a quick flip. You know, I don't want people, you know. Because that's the that's one of the things that you learn when you're working in, in business and retail and anything is like um under promise and over. Oh no, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Hold on. Say that again. I said it's um something that you learn in business or in retail is the under promise and over deliver. Amen. So I don't want people to have this thought in their minds that baby, when we get over to 2021, it's gonna be different. Baby, it's gonna be a lot like this. Yeah. So I think that you're going to have to just find a way, you know, day to day, even hour to hour, minute to minute to find things to focus on, to be grateful for and to try to keep your spirit in a place of gratitude. Yeah. You know, I, um, you know, Christmas is one of my favorite holidays as well. And I, I told a story on Facebook about when I really realized what Christmas really meant. But like for me, like, it doesn't feel like Christmas. It don't smell like Christmas. Like none of this. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You know, and I'm not the person who puts up the tree and decorates a whole lot. But none of this like feels right with me. Yeah. Um, every year the most the most Christmas has felt for me this year so far was um when I did that uh request. I asked some friends of mine for some money to buy some uh some uh toys for a couple of my clients, mm -hmm. kids. And um and I put the thing up one day. Next day I had to take it down because I had enough money. Mm -hmm. But it's like things like that, which I really think is what you know we should be focusing on. Yeah. You know I can say this is the best shitty year I've ever had in my life. Isn't it? It is it the is. best. It is the best. <laughs> it's the shitty, best worst year we ever. Had. It's the best shitty year I've ever had in my life. You know, overall this was a shit year. I mean, it was shit from 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 the get go. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know, I have a roof over my head. I have a job that I love. I have family and friends who love me. You know, I'm able to do other stuff for other people. You know, um. So you know, it's it's just one of those things where it's all about your perspective. If you choose, if you choose to see the negative part, mm -hmm. then and, and don't get me wrong, it's more than enough negative shit to go. Around. Plenty. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of it. <laughs> like there's plenty negative shit to go around. Yeah. 
But like overall, like this year has really been pretty good for me. And I, you know, and I'm, and I kind of feel guilty about that. I, I remember even when I, when I, when I was diagnosed with COVID, after my, uh, I had to talk to my pastor after this because I'm like, why me? And not that I wanted to get sick and die, because God knows that first day when I first when I diagnosed myself the first, I didn't sleep at all that Friday night. Mm-hmm. I I would go to sleep <clears throat> and I would wake up having nightmares that I was gonna die because all that's all you heard, right? You know that's all you heard, and that goes back to me <clears throat> talking about how I wish the news was a little bit more balanced because you know that's all that the left talks about is the deaths. Yeah, you know, and it's a lot of death. I can, you cannot. You can't diminish 330 million people, or 30,000 people gone. Right. But, you know, you still got like 12, 13 million who survived. Now, I, I do think that we're not counting the people who have a long-lasting effects from this. So, you, yep. no one talks about those. They're either talking about the lie, the, 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 the deaths, or the people with nothing. Like, there's a whole middle spectrum that we're not even talking about. And I just think that's like 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 journalism malpractice like and 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 it, and, it, and I think that also contributes to the politicization of what this virus is to us and I just wish that we could really talk about it contextually so that we it's bad there's no denying that it's bad but you know there's plenty of denying that it's bad well there, yeah I'm sorry there's plenty of denying that it's bad <laughs> and I think that's why it's been over for you know not I don't feel like it's overdone that the, that the bad is bad but right. I think that's why the focus has been on that because you're having to combat the lies yeah. that it's not bad yeah yeah Derek what are you doing I ain't doing nothing I'm listening <laughs> Lord I'm just yeah, we all over the place tonight, and we started the technical difficulties too. But you know, this is our first podcast back, and we just it's 2020 and all up in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we just taking the punches and rolling with it. That's <laughs> how I go. But uh, yeah, this like this this is the best shitty year that I that I think I had, and I'm you know I'm okay with that. You know, I can agree. The what you got. Um, Thank you. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm going to end it. Y'all ready to end the show? Okay. Well, oh, this wait, is wait, how I'm going to end the show. Before we go. No, that was it. Duh. I, I, I want to say this. Y'all, go get tested. Uh, whether you got symptoms or not, uh, we can test you for free at AS Alabama at the Hub, but please go test it. Get tested. <laughs> And the reason why you need to get tested so you'll know your own status. It's the same thing we've been preaching about HIV and STIs for years. If you know where you are, you know how you can react and interact with other people. Not knowing where you are is flying blind. And black men, we have got to do better. Like, I, there are so many black men who I know who are out here not wearing masks. Did that mean? Uh, behaving badly. Not paying attention to this shit, and you gotta pay attention to it. I did. Okay, um, Quana said it, and I felt it. You know, it just doesn't feel like Christmas, and Christmas is my absolute favorite. So, before that fact, this is going to be for you, Quana. Okay.
Okay. And for everybody else, <clears throat> have yourself Ooh. a little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. The Yuletide game From now on our troubles Will be miles away Here we are As in the golden days As in the golden days of your Faithful friends who are dear to us, we wish were near to us, once, once more, oh, we will be together, give the faith aloud, and a shining star upon the high. Highest bar. Here we are, as in olden days, happy golden days of yours. Quan and Tony, they are dear to us, gather near to us. Oh, 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 have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I feel a little yeah. snow. This is so Merry Christmas, everybody. Like to find me a, a naked tree and put it up. I'll <laughs> find you a tree. Oh, goodness. All right, y'all. Oh. I love that song, and that was a great cap. It was. Great it was. to our show. <laughs> All right. All right. Y'all be good. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Love y'all. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Merry Bye. Christmas. <laughs>